world, this is Brother Ali. You're in the mix right now with BRL. What up, it's 360. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. What's up, this is Slug from Atmosphere. When I'm not teaching your girlfriend how to play chess, I'm listening to Beats, Rhymes, and Life. When I'm called Chess 9, I'm chicken it with my homeboy, Gavin Crashley on BRL. Yeah, buddy, it is BRL here on your podcast version, brought to you by tuneone.com.au, a beat station out of Perth, Western Australia, playing EDM, little DMB here and there. Also, of course, hip-hop, which, you know, that's that's the reason why you're here, to talk about hip-hop and Australian hip-hop artists. Carry the radio version of this show. So, tuneone.com.au, major sponsor of this podcast. Now, uh, we are going to get into two chats this week on BRL, the podcast. Uh, We'll be having a conversation with Sinks about his brand new record and also Dawn Laird as well. Uh, They've both recently just dropped albums. Uh, Both are very, very good. So we're going to get into both those conversations on BRL, the podcast this week, here and now. Drop the beat, bitch. It is BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. And now joining us on the phone is a gentleman that's just dropped a fantastic record. I, uh, time recording, just got my first and advanced listen. I've had this for about a few days for you folks, but um, it is dank. It is nasty, and I love it. It's a great record. It's called Terror Australis, and we've got Sinks on the phone. How you doing? Very well, my man. How you going? Not too bad. Now, um, how's the whole um, lockdown treating you? Because uh, I've, I've not had any Melbourne artists on yet at all uh, for the new program, and definitely none during this time. So uh, how are you holding up? Yeah, pretty good. I mean... Yeah, it's it's pretty hard to get your head around. Very surreal. Mm. But um, yeah, I suppose just trying to, I don't know, use it as an opportunity to stay inside and make more music. I guess. Now, has it influenced this record, or was it always going to be this dank? No, well, I I was actually thinking about how it was going to sort of fit into, you know, the landscape of COVID nineteen and everything. But I wrote it all last year way before any of any of this is going down. Mm. I almost feel like it's a little bit too much of a bummer to come out in such a bleak time, but hopefully people still can get around it. Uh, well, you know what? I think also at the same time, you know, it is kind of... Uh but it, it's definitely not, ref, you know, like reflective at the times. There's no mentions of pandemics or whatever, but it, there is like a, a creeping death involved because, you know, the the production on this is very creepy very horror movie you know like feels like there's zombies around the corner and such yeah absolutely I mean it's kind of got like an apocalyptic vibe about it for Mm. sure and uh, yeah that's just uh, I think really testament to Ramsey and his ear for for beats and his way with samples I think we were very much uh, on the same page Mm. uh, for this record so it was really good to work together Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's it's. Um, it, I think it's it's a it's a really good match for you as well. I, I think it's um, yeah, just um, 
I know it, it is a it is a creeping death kind of vibe, which I <laughs> which I really enjoyed, even though you know it's um uh, is it's the kind of climate for that kind of music to be made uh, uh, and the fact that you're kind of writing this well before this happened makes me concerned about how dark the next one's going to be yeah absolutely yeah I mean Ramsey's beats are just very much up my alley and um, it was good It was good working with him because the proper album I did he produced a couple of tracks on and it's sort of like coming back around to you know work with people that I first started with it was really cool in that sense as well and he's just gotten better and better and, and also sort of developing a sound that was in the direction that I wanted to go as well so yeah the stuff is just really aligned for it Absolutely so um, you know, putting this to, together as you said pre-COVID kind of writing and everything so um, but was is that is that kind of like where Ramsey produces as well is that like all of it? Like is that is that everything he does? Like it, it's every beat by him, sounding like it could be on like some old grainy seventies horror film. Yeah, I think it's it, it's very much his sound is is a lot like that. He's definitely got like a a taste for like uh, soundtrack records and and uh, library records and stuff, which give it that that kind of dark and brooding feel. So yeah, it's it's definitely. A reason why I, uh, you know, I wanted to work with somebody who was making those kind of beats this this time around. Now, um, we'll go back to sort of you know lockdown vibes and everything because um, you know I, I am curious to see sort of where people are when it comes to this kind of stuff. Now, um, you know, especially once again, um, Melbourne artists. So you've been locked down at this stage for like a month. Uh, has there been like, have you been writing? Has it demotivated or motivated you? How, how is that working for you? Um, I think it comes in waves a bit. Like sometimes you just sort of feel a bit defeated and like a bit lost. And mm. then other times you kind of just deal with it by getting stuck into something. So yeah, I've definitely been like thinking about music and stuff and, and even like starting to plan what my next record's going to be like just purely for the, for the sake of keeping my mind on more positive things. So yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of been up and down, I think, as you probably would expect. Mm. Cause it's just, yeah, it's, it's, you don't, not, not something that anyone's ever dealt with before. So you just, yeah, you definitely some days you can you can deal with it better than others. That's for sure. Absolutely, and um, one one thing that sort of also I think is a bit of a concern is like the uh, like the social mediafication. I just made up that term uh, of of way this sort of pandemic is being dealt out, like with memes and everyone's conspiracy theories. Like my my feed is filled filled with that stuff at the moment <laughs> um so does that kind of stuff crawl into your feed as well yeah absolutely it's just like some of the stuff that people come out with is just it's just bizarre and you just really don't know what's going on and like where they're getting their information but i think it's just like my theory is is that when people are um you know like pretty marginalized or whatever are having a tough time and nothing seems to make sense sometimes those conspiracy theories make more sense than reality itself and mm. I don't know that's just well, the only thing I can figure as to why they're so popular and people get stuck into them so easily is just because the, the, you know the truth and the reality of our world is just 
sort of too hard to comprehend and a bit too depressing. What are you, what are the level of restrictions for you guys at the moment as well? Like, are you able? You can go out in a mask and everything, but is there like a limit to where you can go? Like, what is it like over there? Yeah, it's pretty full on. So, like, you're only supposed to go out for the bare essentials. So, mm. like, you know, to get your food and stuff, and you're only supposed to go shopping in in the supermarket one at a time. So, mm. like, you can't buy in. You can't go with anyone else. You have to be by yourself or one at a time. And you're supposed to stay within a 5K radius of where you live. Jesus. Um, for doing any of those essential things. So, like, you can go out and exercise, but even then it's capped at an hour a day. So they can't really, you know, it's hard to, hard to obviously track that one. So yeah. I'm sure people are exercising for more than an hour at a time. Absolutely, uh, I hate for this to take up most of the interview because, like, you know, there's a the, there's a record that's out there, and uh, people should be listening to this because, you know, time of this airing, it's it's out now, so people can go and grab it. But um, it's it's fascinating from uh, the point of view of, I guess, you know, people that do listen to the, this in Victoria um, and such are like, well, yeah, Gav, we know what it's like, but you know, I'm sort of getting it uh, more of my curiosity out of here because. Yeah, we've uh, done pretty well in Western Australia when it comes to that. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd, I'd much, you know, much prefer to be in Adelaide right now, that's for sure. Indeed. So um, this record, um, I can't recommend this enough to people, but uh, sort of a warning of like you know, maybe you sort of walk around, maybe you walk around in the sunshine or something with this because it's, it's, it's a dank and dark listen, but it's, uh, it's really enjoyable. Um, I, I love the bars. I've, uh, Nikki Santoro just goes really hard in the paint. I just love that. It's just a, it's a stomper. So you know, go punch a heavy bag or something maybe if that one comes on your playlist. But um, yeah, there's plenty other great tracks on this. So uh, it's available where. Yeah, I think for the kind words. Um, yeah, you can grab it on my Bandcamp, which is thinks.bandcamp.com. Um, and then I'm in the process of putting it in a few local stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't fully got anything locked in just yet, but stay tuned on that front because, um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be basically, I'll be looking to get it into your, you know your local hip hop shop around the country. Yes. Um, but yeah, at, at the moment, Bandcamp is the best bet, and there's not many copies left. There's only, I think, about seven or eight left. Absolutely, and uh, digitals will be available uh, by time of recording as well. Yeah, that's it. So I was going to go on all your streaming services and Spotify and all that, so you can you can check it out there too. Absolutely, uh, awesome. Well, we'll play another track from this record. And thanks, thanks for joining us on BRL once again. Big up! Thanks for having me. And thanks to Sinks for joining us on BRL, the radio show, and now the podcast as well. Of course, keep following us on all the socials as well if you're listening to this blind uh, throughout a share of some kind at brlson is where you follow us for all of these and like and subscribe for this show if you're enjoying it so far we're going to kick on though with uh, a conversation that i had with newcastle mc dawn laird about her brand new record called doreen uh, this is a fun conversation as well two for the price of well, none, because there's no price for this podcast. I'm not charging you for it. Anyway, uh, here's Dawn Laird on BRL.
It is Beats Rise of Life, and we are all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. Now, joining us is Dawn Laird. Now, uh, Dawn, welcome to the program. It's your first ever appearance on this show of any iteration of any kind. So, um, first of all, welcome to the program. I really appreciate it. And uh, secondly, um, I really, really have enjoyed this brand new record of yours. It's uh, it's fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. I'm um, so stoked at the feedback I'm getting. I just like that, I don't know, people are picking up what I'm putting down. That's always a really good feeling. And, um, yeah, it's, yeah, all being, all being loved, which is really great. So thank you so much. Not a problem. Uh, it's called Doreen, by the way, the record, which is a it's a it's, it's named after your grandmother, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I wrote a lot of the content uh, when I was spending a lot of time with her, and I made a move sort of up north from Newcastle um, to just be near her when she got put into like an aged care facility, and um, just spent some really good quality time with her. And the album was on my mind a lot, and it just also sort of served as like a self self title the album as well because Dawn Laird um, is actually her name so Dawn is like just a short version of Doreen so yeah it sort of serves a dual purpose so uh, yeah there's there's that there's that side of it, and then there's also just like um, the, the hard bars on this record as well. You 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 have a bit of a, a duality going on on this record. Yeah, yeah, very much. Um, that's probably the perfect word for it, actually. And I, it's not something I sort of consciously did or anything. It was just um, a lot of the songs are real sort of catharsis, and a, and some other ones are just more, I guess, reflective. But um, yeah, there's a definite. Um, there's a definite um, sort of black and white thing going on there, good and evil thing. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and I appreciated that. I, I literally have come off of this fresh as well, like just before we jumped on the phone. I always like to have a re-listen yeah. <laughs> during uh, throughout records as well. So you know, it, I was like, yeah, duality is the, the first word that comes to mind when it comes to uh, this record because, you know, you have uh, you have tracks on there are like sandworms which is just it's pure hard bars and even uh, uh too fat for the rap show of course which is the uh, you know one of the lead singles on it but then you have um uh like a sort of deeper dives like uh she loves jesus and i'm just like yeah this is a very different style of record here yeah yeah definitely and i was look, i was really conscious of the fact that like when i took stock of it all afterwards that it could really be like somebody could be really getting into it and then that song might come on and they'd be like why on earth she put that on there but um yeah there's a definite it mixes things up a little bit definitely that and the um acoustic version of either i think um yeah give it a bit of a different tone but at the end of the day it was always supposed to be the body of work mm. that, it is and that it's ended up being so i didn't want to sort of make any compromises it just sort of is what it is yeah so, yeah, I'm just touching on like a few different things because all of the vibes on there I really enjoy. They're all sort of me, but it's like I feel like I I'm just sort of playing around with a few different avenues, you know? Yes, yeah, and, and um, it, it is good sort of like yeah, because you can't go like hard bars all the way. <laughs> you, well, well, we you do need some times where you do need like tracks like Eva, She Loves Jesus, you know, days like yeah. the, these, those kind of tracks, you know, like, you know, so <laughs> why not have both kind of thing? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Now, um, 
Uh, I, I'm loving the the single, of course. Um, yeah, it's been supported all over community radio, you know, national youth broadcasters, etc., like that. Um, uh, how's the response to that been? Because I think it's, um, you know, it's a it, it, it's angry, but it's also tongue in cheek as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I it's been, I've been super super surprised at the response because it's a song that it kind of trolls the trolls and it kind of pokes, pokes the bear because it's like, it's like, uh, I know what, I know what men in particular say when I jump up on stage. In some instances, they shout it out to me. So it's like, it was really just sort of taking that and just turning it into something that um, sort of dissipates that energy and that um, sort of ire, I think. And mm. almost kind of, yeah, just trying to be playful with it, but also telling people to um, just, yeah, mind the business and um, I'm going to do what I'm going to do irrespective. Um, so, yeah, you can just... Um <laughs> well, what it says in the song. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, yeah, that, that's it's made loud and clear. <laughs> Which I'm like, yeah, no, no, that and that's fair enough. Um, yeah. And uh, like, even, like, there's there's no real need for that from like no need for that from dudes. Like, it takes a lot to get up on stage. It really does. Yeah. Look, and and you know what's funny? You kind of be. You'd kind of be surprised, like, it, it, you know, I mean, talking about duality, like, um, you'd be surprised at, um, how there's not really a lot of space in the middle. So I've got um, dudes that will super support me and they'll be on my, you know, on my team and they'll always, you know, share my content and they're going to cut to me and say, I love that song, there's a sick bars. And then there's a dude that are just sort of at the shows and they just won't have a bar of you, kind of, at all. Like, there's not, I feel like there's not a lot of, in the middle there so mm. it's, yeah but you know it's crazy because I honestly thought of all of the songs that all of the singles that I put out um, I thought that that one would be like yeah people particularly men will be like yeah I'm not having this um, but and I get like DMs and you know um, the comments section I'd have to stay away from and stuff but that hasn't happened at all in fact it's been the opposite so a dude the other day sent me a DM um, just like I really love the new single and then I was like, oh, it's really great to have that feedback, you know, from men. Mm. Like, oh, does that surprise you? And I'm like, yeah, it actually does. Cause that's essentially why I wrote the song, you know. I just get, you know, um, I've been tackled a fair bit over the years. So it was really just sort of, yeah, I don't know. It was really refreshing. It's been super, super refreshing. Also, and this is uh, speaking on behalf of dudes and uh, whatever, but we're, we're terrible Horrible pigs. Uh, <laughs> I, I will admit to some, um, you know, uh, sexist behaviour over. The, just look back in anyone's Facebook feed at any point, especially they had a couple of drinks in them or whatever. Uh, yeah. You're just like, uh, you said that or whatever. Like, there's there's definitely been deleting of uh, certain yeah. comments, <laughs> and it's and it's stuff that you know it probably would offend, but at the same time, it's like well, at least it wasn't you know it's not that bad. You're not naming names or whatever, but it's still yeah. like the where the ladies at kind of thing, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> ten year old, you know, ten years further on, me wants to strangle <laughs> <laughs> ten years younger me. I'm just like ah. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff sort of floating around when you say 10 years it like for me that stands out that period as well I think there was a lot of sort of um, Australian rap records going around at that time that sort of um, I guess 
sort of um, champion that sort of sentiment, like it was playful, but some of them went like way too far. And so, I mean, for me, coming up on those records, and I won't sort of name names or whatever, but I loved those records, but it was really difficult. It was like standing in between two worlds. It was They were difficult to listen to, but mm-hmm. when I was them I love them so yeah that was a definite sort of 10 years ago sentiment it's, uh-huh. I'm so happy things have changed though but you know it's, it's been a long time coming sure. I, I can think uh, I can um, think of uh, the kind of records you're thinking of and a couple of those are some of my all-time favorites as well yeah. Uh, they, they're the kind of bars you can't spit anymore. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, you know, the, the couple of those records, which, you know, once again, we won't name, well, you know, we'll, we'll talk about off air. But yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah those ones are, are, are definitely, um, you know, they're among my favorites, like two or three from a, a particular group who I'm known to be a massive fan of. But I'm just, yeah, I've even yep. said it on the show. I'm just like, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> And uh, and I think they would also agree. Yeah, and you know what? I don't actually think that they play a lot of... Because I know exactly who you're talking about. Like, I mean, I, I would put money... I, I put my life savings on that I know who you're talking about right now. Yes. I've shows and been actually looking forward to some of those songs just for old time's sake, and they haven't played them. So it's kind of been like a bit, oh, they're not going to play it, but also, oh, no, that's really awesome, they're not going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Times have changed. That's yeah. it's basically it, and you know you've either got to go with them or uh, you know sit around in a group, you know, group of blokes and uh, talk yeah. about it was better in the old days. And um, I, I I work FIFO, so I hear a lot of those conversations. <laughs> it's 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 pretty. I don't want to get in and you know defend because it look like you it's in the wrong place to get into like that defense thing and that's just not who I am as well. I'm like you know you can have your stupid opinion. I'm just gonna sit there and quietly go all right whatever. You're a moron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's uh, look, and it's generational now. Like we've come, like it's, you know, ten years on, fifteen years on, and you know, um, you know, ten years before that, it was a completely different vibe as well, and it feels like. Um, hip hop in Australia has grown up a lot, and mm. yeah, it's um, you know, I felt like at a time at that sort of time, it was in like a like rebellious adolescent sort of you know pubescent sort of stage, and I feel like it's coming to a maturity now. If you mm. want to like, align it to or personify it, you know, so yeah, but you know, things are good. Things are like I don't want to say things great or or you know, but I feel like things are better. It's a safer space. That's how I feel anyway. Absolutely, and um, I, I think that's 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 very much of of a good thing because you know you'd go to shows, and I've been around this scene for oof, long time, long long time. Like uh, go back to two thousand one and two, and uh, there is a very young version of me standing at shows. <laughs> yeah, I am old AF Dawn, uh, <laughs> but um, it, it's a different vibe now. It's it's not a sausage fest. There are uh, females there who are there to enjoy the music. It's not like a, it's a girlfriend of the band or whatever or um, just some poor unfortunate girl who's there on some kind of date or something. It's like, no, no, these girls know the words. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's crazy. Like, I, I think that it's always been the case that women have gone to shows, but yeah, like you said, I think there's a definite sort of, um, you know, I don't know, there was a definite sort of image that um, 
our reputation preceded us for whatever reason anytime mm. we get shows irrespective of why we were there so it's just um yeah I, I, I love seeing women at shows these days and um yeah it's, it always um yeah it always makes me really really happy Absolutely. So um, with that, I think people should uh, go and listen to this however they can. The album is called Doreen. It's available pretty much everywhere now, isn't it? So it'll be on your Spotify's, Apple Music's, all those streaming places. Uh, are you selling yeah. Bandcamp copies and hard copies? Um, well, look, I, I I wasn't going to initially, but I've had some talks um, with some folks, and yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a run of vinyl. So I'm not sure when that'll be out, but. Um, yeah, just maybe 20, 20 or 50 copies or something like that. Ooh, so, um, limited run. Yeah, yeah, it, it should be good. Like, and I'm really happy with the artwork as well, and it's something that I'd love to see in print and hold sort of so it's like a tangible sort of thing. So, um, yeah, like 20 to 50 copies maybe of the next month or something like that. So, yeah, that'll probably be on Bandcamp. But, you know, everything else is um, completely mm. streamable over, you know, whatever your favourite platform is, it's all there. Absolutely. So uh, we'll play another track for this, and uh, thank you for joining us on BRL. A twofer here on BRL this week. Thanks to Dawn Laird for joining us on the show. Now, of course, once again, all the socials, at B-R-L-S-O-N, and that's on Instagram and Facebook. Of course, you can follow us that way and all the stories and everything. I share videos from artists, all that kind of stuff to talk to you at B-R-L-S-O-N. And, of course, much love to the sponsor of this show, that is tune1.com.au it's a, it's a good station i'm the one who bloody programs it but it's a good station so get around it and um you know go give it a listen if you're into hip hop then tuesday nights are best for you from 6 until midnight it's just pure hip hop and r&b and mixing and scratching and all that kind of stuff it covers a bit of everything anyway you guys have a good one and until next time i'll see you next time where diggy done son see you later good night